man, where did you get that Ziggy's coffee drink? Oh, they just opened up a new store in Aurora that's on my way home from work. That's like their 40th store, and I hear they have over 100 in development. You know, I think you're right. It's not surprising either. Ziggy's is a great franchise to get into. They have a ton of experience and help their franchisees in all parts of startup, site selection, construction, operations, management, and marketing. They're there every step of the way. That's pretty cool. Where do you go to find out more about the Ziggy's Coffee Shop franchising? That's easy. Ziggy'sCoffee.com forward slash franchise. So if you're interested in st starting a Ziggy's Coffee Shop, all you have to do is go to that website, Ziggy'sCoffee.com forward slash franchise? Yep, that's it. Oh, isn't it time for the Colorado High School Basketball Podcast? Why, yes it is. Who is on the show today? Today it's Dave Matthews of Colorado Hit Chaos and General Colorado Hoop Guru. Time for the show. thank our sponsor Ziggy's Coffee again for being a loyal supporter of our podcast and without them uh, the podcast would pretty much be impossible to do. Um, so right now we're going to go over and look at some of the games from the early high school season with friend of the program uh, Dave Matthews of Colorado Chaos and Colorado Chaos. <laughs> One of the He's been in the club scene for a long time, so he's out scouting and looking and watching games, and he's on Twitter uh, saying who he's watched and where he's going and all that. So he's he is out there. He is he's his his butt's been in more bleachers than um, probably almost anyone I know. I mean, maybe Chamati might have you on that one, but I don't know anymore. You're you're That's getting up there. Sat with him at a game the other night, even so. Yeah, so I mean, I know you guys are always out there. I'm. I'm taking the because of some other things going on. I have to probably watch a lot more uh, NFHS than I want to, but you know I'm still getting to see them, so that's good. So yeah. let, let's talk about what is uh, the surprise. Is there has there been a surprise this season so far? Uh, the games you've seen? Not necessarily. I thought that Thunder Ridge tournament was was great um, mm -hmm. with all those top level teams and those guys just doing battle early. I, I was able to catch a few of them last week. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily been a surprise necessarily. Um, I, Overland's played just a gauntlet of a schedule. So I'd mm -hmm. be, you know, they're going to be tough come league play and come state tournament time, but and I, they got East tonight too. So that, well, I think that's the game of the night. So yeah, no question. Yeah. That'll that'll be a good one. Overland's taking on all comers. East has played a tough schedule too so far. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. so good good programs like that always do that every year. You know, good for them. All right. So um, I know the I, I would say the game of the year so far, from what I've been able to tell, has been Thunder Ridge and Smoky. Have you seen? I mean, I know it helps because you know we got fans back in the stands, and that kind of that creates a whole new. Um, atmosphere 
uh, some that some of these kids haven't been in before because you know be honest freshmen freshmen and jv games you're probably not getting that kind of intensity um the reality is that there there weren't ever been fans in the stands for like 21 months before this season so any any of these varsity level guys that weren't varsity players or sophomores or freshmen this is the first time they've played in front of their peers mm-hmm. so it's really it's been really just feeding the soul being in gyms and watching fans cheer and stuff like that it's been awesome for these kids these mm-hmm. coaches these parents everybody it's just been it's been fun so out of the what you've probably seen what 15 games so far Oh, shoot. Maybe more. I think I've seen like three dozen teams overall total. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know me, I'm not necessarily always about the best game of the night. I just want to evaluate as many players and teams as I can. So, right. um, but I, I did not see that Thunder Ridge and Smoky game, but I, I saw their quarterfinal games before that. So I, I did see both of those teams and they both looked unbelievable. Thunder Ridge beat Chatfield, who, who's a Good team. Smokey beat Rocky Mountain, who's a good team when, when I watched them, and they, they both looked really, really good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Any, anytime a game goes to, what was it? I think it was like 93 86 or 95 86, something like that in overtime, you know, that's going to be a, a fun game. Yeah. Um, sure. So, let's talk about you said you've been out evaluating and so on as you're trying to find some more chaos guys, of course, but I think you also just, you just like to see good kids play. So that helps. Who's been, who's kind of stood out to you um, as far as players so far this year? Uh, In that Thunder Ridge. Give me three. Give me three. Three. Okay. So in that Thunder Ridge game, um, I was really impressed with Zach Keller. Um, Not, not a big surprise there. Um, but I thought defensively he was an absolute terror in that game. He really he, – he was guarding Chaffield's best guy, Chase Miller, and just did a, a great job defending away from the rim, around the rim. Um, I, he's had a really good start. Um, uh, personally, I, I was really impressed with the kid from Aurora Central, um, Garrett Mills, mm-hmm. uh, even though in the game I watched his team got blown out by Lewis Palmer. Um, but I, I, I thought he was looking really good. Um, so those are kind of two in particular that I've seen that stood out. And obviously I think Brock Meshack from, from fossil, I mean, I'm, I'm biased cause he's a chaos kid, but he's right. been on a really good team competing and he's been playing really, really well. Um, yeah. And he, maybe he played as anybody at the, at a high level right now. So, right. And, you know, they played, uh, Thunder Ridge in the finals of the Shap tournament shaft under his tournament and he he had a he had a stretch there in the second quarter where it's just like oh wow here mm-hmm. comes brock <laughs> and then um they kind of i think thunder has said all right enough of this we're gonna we're gonna really kind of focus on you a little bit more in the third quarter and kind of basically shut down fossil ridge in that third quarter but um he played that, that second quarter he's played well and they they you know fossil ridge is beat east um they're a top i think i have them top five or four or something like that right now on the basketball colorado 5a uh top 10 so yep. and you mentioned that in that tournament last week i think eight i want to say it was may have just been six six of the top 10 
played each other last week. And some of the some of them played multiple top tens. Like Smoky Hill played Thunder Ridge and Chaparral. And mm-hmm. Rock, well, they played three because Rocky Mountain at the time was like I think nine or ten for me. So right. Smoky played number 10, number one, and I think I had Shap at five right. last week or seven or eight. I don't know. They were in there somewhere. But mm-hmm. um that's a tough schedule. I mean, that's, that, that, that's a great tournament. I think that's, I think we need to have more tournaments like that and more things where we're getting to see these top 10 teams play each other, just the top programs play each other. And then Eagle Crest and East met up at Fairview last week. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, those are the games that you want to see early in the season. And, you know, um, so have you, have you had a chance to see Eagle Crest yet? I have not. I haven't seen Eagle Crest yet, so I, I want to. I know they're – I mean, they're always tough, so yeah, it'll be Most, good. Mustafa's so. having himself a nice little year already, averaging like 20 points a game. Yeah, um, he's a great player. He's really good. Um, what games stand out? I mean, we mentioned East and Overland tonight. Uh, what other games stand out for you this week? I'm just excited for more tournament action this week. Um, mm-hmm. An opportunity to watch multiple teams in one setting and, and guys to get after it. I know a bunch of teams are going out of town or maybe not a bunch, but at least some high level teams and getting an opportunity mm-hmm. to play there. So it's always hard to gauge uh, a quality win out of state versus not, right. but uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's pretty cool for these kids to get those opportunities again this year to, to do that yeah because there's i want to say four teams going to las vegas going to tart mm-hmm. um overland mead eagle crest and i was just looking at the brackets a minute ago and i forgot the yeah, i know rock, rock canyon's going to those little, that deal Arizona. i mean it's a good opportunity for these kids so mm-hmm. and that, that's so. good i I've always liked them and I've, I think it's good on two parts. Cause one, you don't get, um, I want to say you don't get, uh, you get different brands of basketball, right? Like mm-hmm. you have, like, you can't, like, even though you might be in like the fourth bracket at Tark, you might still be facing a really, really good team. So you can't say, like, Oh, we're just in the fourth bracket. We're, we're playing the Gatorade independent Gatorade bronze bracket or whatever. And, you know, we'll, we'll walk through is like, no, you got some people coming in that they're not traveling that far away just to go ahead and give up, you know, a 30 point game or something like that. And good, bad teams don't get invited there. I mean, that's true. The bottom, the bottom, <laughs> right. So that's true. Um, any any uh, tournaments that you're going to, which, which tournaments do you think you're heading to this week? I'll be, I'm wanting to go to, a, I'm going to go to Cherry Creek. Watch Creek and because uh, Creek and Chaparral, I think, are the only it's the only time for a five A or a top ten matchup if Chaparral and uh, Creek get to the second round there. Yeah, Cherry I'll Creek. definitely be at Creek one of those nights. Um, so we'll see. I haven't mapped out my weekly schedule though. So and you know me, I, I always like watching, you know, four A, three A, two A teams compete and stuff like mm-hmm. that too. So. Um, there, there's good players at all those levels. So there is, there is. St. Mary, Mary's is as good as any. St. Mary's is fun. St. Mary's could win a four A title this year. They're they're that good. They're mm-hmm. they got a target on their back. They're they're tough. So 
who else um out of that small school stuff who, who's standing out to you that you've not, seen so far? i mean like 4a teams it's not necessarily small school but i've you know i've seen lewis palmer looked unbelievable when i saw him all it's going to be really stiff competition in the scl this year with Pueblo Central and South and County's mm-hmm. playing really well. West is always good. So there, there's good teams there. Um, I, I was really impressed with Green Mountain. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think they're probably the cream of the crop in, in Jeffco this year and um, compete for a top eight seed without question. Sen- senior loaded team, um, you know, and like I said, in, in 3A, St. Mary's is as good as any 4A team. Mm-hmm. in my opinion this year and then at, you know there's a bunch of other really good teams after that but i don't know who i would say oh that's nest that's the clear number two you know sterling's good you know all, all those uh, metro league teams sterling manual ca faith they're they're all and that league's a gauntlet so yeah i hear aspen's gonna be really good this year they've got a couple of kids playing so it's always hard to gauge those mountain teams for me because they're never close for me to go see. And I don't, and I can't pull off a trip to Aspen overnight. I mean, nobody knew about Montrose last year and they went to the state title game. And I would not be surprised if they go into the playoffs this year at 23 and 0 or like yep. at, least, at least 21 and two. They're, there's good. They're good. They're mm-hmm. not just, they don't just beat Western slope teams. They're, good for any team right the um i was looking at the when i was doing the top 4a when i was doing the 4a top 10 yesterday i was looking at it and just the way that some of these the top i want to say it was a top five so or maybe it may have been six five so mead central south lewis palmer and montrose have -hmm. just been demolishing teams and it's not like oh and, and I'm not even saying like, oh, 20 point wins. I'm talking 40 and 50 points. Like well, not even – and like these are teams that are typically like solid teams and like, okay, maybe they were going to win anyway, but you didn't expect 50 points. I mean, I watched Lewis Palmer play Aurora Central, who at, at the time that was like – that was week one. Yeah. That was actually game one. For both of them, it was like number three versus number eight or Six, something. Three, and it, it yeah. was a forty-point game. I mean, yeah. Lewis Palmer is loaded. They're big. They're experienced. They play physical. They're well coached. They're they're unbelievable. I think I think if I remember right, when I put in the four A preview yesterday, Lewis Palmer had beaten the two teams they played last week. It was a hundred and sixty-nine to sixty-five combined <laughs> scores. <laughs> yeah that's, that's and, and it's not like the the schools they played it's not like oh yeah we saw that coming it's like typically there's so, you know those are solid programs and and again not saying that oh they expected to lose anyway but it's just more like these are these aren't programs that are typically bad and and we know like we we're and i'm not going to mention any programs names because it's not necessarily fair but when you go and you look like, oh, that's not going, that's not a good matchup. This this is a break game. This is a game to work on some stuff for the other team, and <laughs> let the JV guys get some. Gets, get you know, up. this is a JV guy. You know, we had a big tournament. Let's get this 
game in. JV guys can get some work. Our starters can get some work and let's rest their legs a bit, steal some minutes here or there for them to rest for later on in the year. But those weren't those type of programs. It's like you're not su- – and then who was it? Oh, there was a 3A score. They ended up beating oh, – was it Banning Ranch beat somebody by almost 100? Oh, it was like 70. I, I watched that. The, their opponent had like 17 points or something. So. Yeah, it was like 109 to 17 or something like that. It was like anyway. someone's, someone's getting called into the office tomorrow about that one. <laughs> Wes McKenzie, he, he's a former chaos player, their coach at Banding Lewis. So <laughs> had a good career at Fort Lewis. Good player. Yeah. yeah, and I know he was fired up to get that job too. Um, what is one thing to look for? And, you know, we've got about maybe three or four more minutes here. But what what's one thing to kind of look for um, the rest of this week before we get to Christmas and then maybe something to keep an eye on after Christmas? It could be interesting if, if some of these transfers um, start playing um, after, after the first of the year, um, after that 11-12 game, once everybody gets into league play. Um, I know of a couple, not necessarily like division one or high level top 20 guys, but definitely guys that can kind of change how a few teams are going to look. So that, that'll be interesting. I think um, everybody just getting, getting in these tournaments and getting their games in, in December um, before they start league play. And then, and then always how, how teams bounce back from, from Christmas break. So usually that first week after Christmas break looks like the first week of the season where teams look rusty again after right. just a few days off or, or a 10-day mm-hmm. you know, break without games or something like that. So right. interesting to see who, who comes ready to go that first week of January. Because that – what was it, the third, I think, I saw someone – because we got first, second, yeah, third that Monday, I think Creek and Thunder Ridge play each other. I like, mean, okay. <laughs> but those, here's those a, are good coaches. So you, you got to assume those guys will be ready to go for that game. Yeah, for sure. But you mentioned the, the have they changed the transfer rules again this year? Uh, I've heard some guys are wait, still waiting um, approvals. Like, even though the season's already started, I've heard some coaches tell me, well, we're getting such and such after you know, 11 games. I've heard a lot of coaches say this kid's out all year. Um, so it, I don't know. I, I don't know who, how, how approvals get done and how well, they're not. Sometimes I see players playing and I'm like, how, how's this guy playing? Good for him. I'm glad he's playing, but right. how did he get a waiver and this other kid didn't stuff like that. So, right. And I, I hear the, and I've, I've heard some stuff on the girls side where, especially up north, um, they're like, we don't understand anything about how transfers are decided. And they're like, can you help us? I'm like, I don't have my ends anymore at JASA. Sorry. No, I've, I've got to rebuild some relationships there. But because from – I just say they, they said I've, – I've just heard a lot of shenanigans, <laughs> basically. Once the, the kids that are at the, the prep schools start transferring back to regular schools, how that's going to work since the prep schools aren't – technically sanctioned by Chassa would in my opinion they should be able to play right away with their back at their school teams but uh I don't know how that's gonna all transpire. I don't I don't know how many are coming back though that, well, that, there, there haven't been any yet but I right in the future it'll happen 
again yeah, and yeah it, it will and there's got to be a and the, the thing i think chats will need to do is be upfront and honest about this is what we're looking at if you make this decision to go to the prep school or basketball academy or whatever we're calling them if you make that decision that's fine but this is what you need to expect when you come back and just be upfront and honest maybe even put it on their web page like on the like second or third thing down like this is the thing for transfers and not be because there does seem to be some different standards at play when it comes to transfers and you know we heard the big thing last year about evergreen and um that situation and then there were some other situations and you know at the end of the day it's what's best for kids and what's best for and, and not necessarily and not what's best for adults in their records it's what it's about what's best for kids so um all right dave thanks for joining us i think we've kind of covered what i wanted to uh did i forget anything no we'll be, i'll be all over the place so posting scores and who's playing well etc so it should be a a fun week in the gyms yes it will be all right everyone that is dave matthews of colorado chaos in general basketball guy around the state he goes everywhere he has no problems going out to yuma to watch a kid he's, he's he'll go so <laughs> uh thanks for joining us everyone and uh we'll talk to you next time here on the colorado high school basketball podcast